Welcome to Unfuck Your Head. I am your host, Kat Jordan. It's time to take action, get out of bed, smell the new day, and unfuck your head. It is dark out. I am on my back. Tears are rolling down my cheeks, soaking the carpet beneath me. The pain running through my legs is excruciating. No amount of medication has worked. I'm trying every possible stretch and yoga position in an attempt to alleviate the discomfort. Today is day four, the tail end of another flare-up. To say that I am exhausted is an understatement. The mental and emotional turmoil that envelops a chronic physical disease is impossible to articulate. I have struggled with physical health complications since the age of five. Sadly, as I wage a nearly silent battle with myself, I too am fighting the American healthcare system. The system is flawed and not performing at the level of quality we deserve. My share is not going to become a righteous monologue, but instead one that highlights that I am human, I am suffering and deserving of help just like so many of you. Adding to my anguish, I recall witnessing my mother's struggle with physical health illnesses and the healthcare system's ineptitude my entire life. I was a bystander to this up until cancer took her life in 2018. The scariest part? I know too much. I know too much about physical health, mental health, and transgenerational patterns. I can be present at this moment, look back and see where life has taken me, and look forward and see where I will end up and where my children will end up. It is a living nightmare. I vacillate between giving up entirely and raging war. I am all or nothing. I have so much fire within me that if I were to allow its full presence, I could accomplish more than others only wish to achieve in their lifetime. Unfortunately, my body cannot withstand the level of energy all of the time. It deteriorates my being. After a war, I crash. Sometimes during these weaker moments, I am ready to give up. To let go and give in feels freeing at times. I don't though. I pause just long enough before a new war begins again. When Unfuck Your Head last left off, I was coming down off of a high. I escaped an unhealthy marriage. I felt free. I had launched the first season of Unfuck Your Head, living independently, running a private practice, and even navigating the new world during a pandemic. But then something happened, a shift. The long days of quarantine had created space just long enough and quiet enough that I was able to reflect within to see what was left. Sadly, it wasn't pleasant. I was far more broken than I was previously willing to admit. Awareness is a bitch like that. She tells you how it is, and if you're lucky, what you need to do to fix it. Like any good therapist, I adjusted my priorities to put my physical health and subsequently my mental health first. 
I put a hold on podcasting and committed to making some pretty drastic changes to my lifestyle and nutritional intake. I cut back on late work hours, aiming to be in bed by 10. I cut out coffee, alcohol, refined sugar, and most animal products. I increased the frequency of yoga, meditation, reading, and journaling. And you know what? It sucked. It was painful and annoying as fuck, but it worked. And it continues to, despite the challenge of sustaining the practice. I move forward every day. Despite setbacks, I do persevere. A motto I often reference is that, if we never give up, we will always succeed. I'm not sure who said it, though it reminds me that I can and will be successful, not by my actions, but by merely not giving up. It may not be apparent to everyone why I chose those specific activities. However, if you listen to season one and continue to follow Unfuck Your Head into season two, I assure you, you will come to understand fully. We must begin our exploratory journey on an uncomplicated and transparent foundation. Furthermore, on account of my efforts to address deep wounds, I realized a pattern that is not unique to my upbringing and way of life. Under distress, we often attempt to minimize the significance of an event. We tell ourselves it's not that bad or that others have it worse. To make matters worse, we also say that if we were more formidable, wealthier, or somehow better, we would manage the stress more efficiently or it wouldn't affect us as much. When we think of these things in this way, we're internalizing our external chaos. This mindfuck creates mental and emotional agony. Denying the significance of an event or situation never serves us. Denial only perpetuates the problem. I grew up in a home that far too often minimized issues, often pretending they didn't exist at all. Not until, of course, the problem would come to a head and be too apparent not to face it. But just as quickly as it erupted, we would pretend it wasn't that bad. Our culture suffers from the saturation of this exact problem. The inception of this, however, goes back decades. We minimize issues to keep the status quo, aimlessly going through life. Productivity and consumerism fuel the American capitalist system. So long as we continue to work tirelessly to obtain the next best gadget, we won't have time to stop and realize we're ignoring the problem. Before the pandemic, I was running myself into the ground. I didn't permit enough downtime to even think. I was on autopilot, go, go, go. Produce, purchase, push, parrot. Once I stopped, the sky broke open and I faced the realization that I was running in place, going nowhere. Worst of all though, recognizing that I wasn't alone. It is demoralizing to work so hard and to end up with nothing. We are struggling and others are profiting from that. We must regain control over our priorities and thus over our capacity to be healthy and happy. You will not find it in a gadget, in your fancy condo, or at the bottom of a bottle of wine. The complexity of each human experience makes it almost impossible to pinpoint changes. We are complicated, though there is so much that is simple. If we continue to ignore our problems blindly, what is simple becomes complicated. It metastasizes. It is like a cancer invading us as individuals, as a community, as a society, as humankind. We must wake up, look directly at our problems, and walk toward them. We must face that which is true if we are to seek change. 
And to be direct, my truth is ugly. My history, while on the surface appears ideal, is wrought with many traumas I am still unpacking. I continue to question my reality, a consequence of living with a toxic person. I continue to question my self-worth, a result of neglect. The most challenging truth I will share is that I have spent so many years numbing out on anything that gave me pleasure that I now can no longer engage in those behaviors without consequence. My truth is ugly, but I have control over changing that truth. I will not continue to pretend everything is okay. I will not continue to deny myself or you the truth. Many are looking for solutions to our issues. I cannot freely give answers, not at this moment. Instead, I will continue to offer up my time to provide a safe space for others to share their story. And in each episode, we will learn a bit more about our human health and perhaps let you decide what needs to change. There is much power in speaking your mind. It frees you from shame and allows others to recognize that we are all human beings trying to survive in an unforgiving world. The only way we're going to change the system is if we change the stigma. I'm dedicating season two to those whose stories were cut short, whose stories won't continue to unfold, and to those who may never have an opportunity to speak. Thank you for listening. Join me on the next episode of Unfuck Your Head as we continue to build a community where understanding human health is at the forefront of real change. Don't forget to hit subscribe and follow me on Instagram at Unfuck Your Head Podcast. You can also check out upcoming podcasts, my blog, and ways to contribute to our mission by visiting our website at unfuckyourhead.org. Fuck your head